sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alich, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Hello. Good morning. It's morning where I'm at. So if it's morning while you're listening, good morning. How is everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Topanga Moon Podcast. And I'm coming to you from a very special place. Pretty much the place that started it all. Started the podcast started my love for the desert, um, gave me the inspiration for everything that I do at Topanga Moon, and I am in the desert. (laughs) I am currently in 29 Palms, which I've actually never been to this area before of the Joshua Tree area. I usually stay around Joshua Tree. The last couple times I've come to this area, I've been in Landers, California. So if you've been to this area, this desert region, you know that there's different communities and they're all kind of separated by 15, 20 minutes. Uh, 29 Palms is about, about, I would say half an hour from Joshua Tree, but it's all desert and it's all beautiful. And it's like at one of the entrances of the Joshua Tree national park but i wanted to come to this area because i've never been to this area or spent much time here and and since i was doing a little two-day solo trip which i'll i'll get into today on the podcast this whole podcast is going to be about my california trip lessons i've learned things that have happened a little bit of the magic from the wedding that i was just and everything around ceremony, ritual, and even miracles, but I'll get into that. So yeah, this desert area is called Wonder Valley, and I've heard about it before, and I've kind of, we've driven here before to different shops, and I've stayed in Indian Cove, which is, I guess, in the 29 Palms area, which is a campground in Joshua Tree. National Park, and that was the last time I was ever here, actually, was New Year's. So the last trip I ever took, the last time I was ever on a plane, was coming into Vegas, driving through the Mojave, and staying in the Joshua Tree National Park at Indian Cove for New Year's Eve 2020. So that was (laughs) quite the introduction into that year. But I was so happy and grateful that I was able to do that trip. And it just seems fitting that I'd be back in California, a place that is so close to my heart. And knowing that I was coming for my sister's wedding, but not knowing kind of the, the dates that I would be able to travel to the desert, I decided to add an extra three days after the wedding to my trip just to see if I could maybe sneak in a little desert rendezvous and 
here I am. I'm currently on this little porch, porch swing and sitting on a porch of this really beautiful, cool, like 1950s homestead cabin that has been lovingly restored in the Wonder Valley. And I know why they call it the Wonder Valley now, because there's so many stars at night and it's pretty amazing. I'm looking at the these mountains off in the distance and desert for miles. This cabin also comes and the reason why I booked it on Airbnb, and I'll, I'll share the links if anyone is interested in staying here. It's really amazing, really peaceful, different than my other time staying in Joshua Tree. A little bit more isolated, a little bit more remote, um, if you will. And it was really fun, cool experience to stay here on my own. And of course I had to podcast on this porch before I left. I mean, it just seemed so fitting for the energy of this place and to talk about where I am and my surroundings to be in my surroundings. And I can't wait to have my own place here one day where I'll be sitting on my porch and drinking my coffee like I am right now. And I'm, I lit this really beautiful candle from, um, it's like a Joshua tree candle and it's called Ocotillo sunset and I'm obsessed. So I'm going to go get a whole bunch before I leave because I don't leave until tonight. So I have some more desert exploring to do. So yeah, this, this cabin came with a pool. So yes, the main reason why I got this cabin is because it had a cowboy pool. And I've always wanted to stay in a place with one. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, that's the place that I'm staying in. And another thing I really love about this cowboy pool is that this property has um, access to a natural hot spring. So there's a natural hot spring that runs to the property and they use that to heat the pool. Um, And it's just amazing that I was able to soak in this cowboy tub knowing that it was in natural spring water. And if you know me and how much I love spring water and how medicinal it is, how incredible it is, and having access to spring water and with all the minerals that are coming from the desert, to be soaking in that for two days And that's pretty much all I did here is I just soaked in that cowboy tub with some wine and music by myself. And it was truly the best time ever. It's all I wanted to do after doing so much work for the wedding. Um, But yeah, it was just when I was in there, it was like I didn't want to leave. And the temperature was amazing for the water and this cowboy tub like maintained the temperature and kept it warm. Um, and as soon as I arrived here on, I think it was Tuesday night, it was a really long drive. There's a lot of traffic. It was a long weekend. I went straight to the pool (laughs) and just truly soaked there for hours. And I could just feel the difference in the energy and the vibration from the, the spring water. And I felt so just at peace and 
uh, just minerals and all the things. It was really beautiful experience. And I'm so happy that I was able to stay here with that. It really elevated my experience because I've never stayed in a place with a, with a pool or a tub or anything like this before. So I highly recommend it. Like this property, it's all about the outside. It's all about this cowboy pool and the spring water. I mean, you can't get better than that. They even have spring water like in their tap and I mean, where you don't drink it, but, um, showering in it and all the things. It's really beautiful that they have that. Um, yeah. And the cabin itself is really cute, super clean and just open and spacious and so much light. And the, the bedroom is located where the sun rises in the morning. So out the window, you can see the sunrise and I make a point to always, whenever I'm in the desert, I always set my alarm and I make sure that I am up for the sunrise, no matter how late I've stayed up because it is such a special experience and a different experience when you're watching the sunrise in the desert. There's just something magical about it and I never want to miss it. And I never do miss it. It's so funny. You can't get me out of bed early (laughs) out in uh, Toronto, but when I'm here, it's like my just my system changes and I want to be more in tune with like the rhythms of the nat- of the nature. And so sunrise is, uh, I just never, ever miss it. It's so beautiful to wake up and have some coffee and it, I, in my, for my distance or for my distance, for my view from this beautiful Epic porch, it's comes up about above these mountains in the distance and, it was such a special experience. I just love this area, the energy, the vibration. I, when I was driving in from California, California has this like frenetic energy. It's still a beautiful energy. And I could, I felt that shift as soon as I flew in here. It's a different vibration over on this side. There's obviously more sunlight that plays a huge role into it, but there is a lot of people in LA and that can, that's it's almost like an excited energy, which is fun and, and really nice. And my sister's place is like on this mountain, you know, overlooking all of LA and it's really beautiful place. And I'm so happy that I was able to stay there because it just made it so that we were a little bit away from all the, you know, the high energies of LA and the traffic. <laughs> But driving in, as soon as I got to um, this a place where you know you're in the desert um, and driving through, I just felt this shift in energy where it's calm and ease and I was just so let up and excited and as a generator, being able to do things that they love and knowing that I'm going to a place that really is one of my favorite places in the world and and the place that I feel like is home for me. I felt that shift after like, and I mean, even having a wedding, my sister getting married and all the like, you know, I was kind of the unofficial wedding planner and definitely in charge of decor. So I had a lot of things to do and high emotions and just quite 
the memorable experience. I just needed a time to kind of come down from the really amazing high energy love, you know, emotions and vibration of that time. I wanted to settle into a slower rhythm for two days and just experience my favorite place on my own. Everyone was like, oh, you're you're okay to like travel to the desert by yourself. And it's like, yes, that's what I want. I wanted to be here by myself and not be on anyone else's schedules. I'm only here for two days and I've been here before. So I kind of have a lay of the land and I know the places I love to go. Like today I'll go to my favorite cafe frontier and then I'll go to some of my shops that I love to go to before I head out because I have a late flight. Um, and you know, I was trying to go to some trails as well as I was here because there's some new ones that I wanted to check out. Um, but it was so hot. Like, it's still so hot. It was 40 degrees and just too hot where it's very difficult to hike. I'm sure some people did it, but for this, like, very relaxing zen time that I wanted to have here in the desert, I just wanted to chill so it was just all pool for me which was great it's exactly what I wanted to do and yeah there's some beautiful trails I wanted to check out there's this um what's it called there's this observatory I really wanted to go to and I also went to this place I think it's called the glass house it was this really cool outdoor museum and I'll link it in the show notes um so yeah, this time I checked out the Oasis Visitor Center. Sky's Limit is where I want to go to this astronomy, nature, uh, this like outdoor astronomy center where they do kind of like sky parties and um, everyone has their, their telescopes and uh, that would be, that's like still on my list of things to do and I wasn't able to do that. There's another trail I want to do called 49 Palms Trail, which is close by um, but yeah, I just kind of just hung out at my little homestead here. So yeah, this was such a beautiful time. I still have some more desert exploring to do. I just love returning to this place. My soul is lit up. Like I said, um, it's not only like the feeling, but it's like the colors of the desert do something to my creativity where I just want to be taking photos all the time and exploring. Um, the sunsets here are incredible. They were kind of like very tame the last two nights, but usually they're quite a show. There's just this like feeling and energy. Um, I love, I think my favorite thing about the desert and what really speaks to me specifically is the openness and the vastness when you're just looking out in any direction. And for me, I was thinking about this the other day when I was driving here, um, as someone with so much air in, in their chart, like I am a Gemini sun, Gemini moon, Libra rising. The Libra, I just want to be around beauty, but I have an interesting, unique sense of beauty. I like weird things. I like weird looking beauty. <laughs> I find beauty in the desert where some people are like, what? There's like nothing there. And I'm like, no, if you really look, there's so much here. But I think it's the vastness and the open landscape that like makes my airiness feel open to explore. 
So I'm able to just kind of roam free and it's all about this like air for me and being connected to open air and open landscapes and uh, expansiveness and just nature all around and less buildings, less all of that and just being able to kind of see far over the horizon and see so much of the cacti and the Joshua trees and just the, the the desert sand and it's just beautiful for me it really does something for me so that is why I love it here um, amongst many reasons I find so much creativity so much peace so much joy and yeah I will share on my on Topanga Moon Instagram some photos and videos of the cabin if you're interested in seeing what that looked like in the pool there'll be tons of photos of this pool <laughs> it's really not much of a pool it's just this little cowboy tub but it was everything it was truly my favorite thing about this place so yeah um the rest of this trip leading up to it it was all wedding it was all getting into the wedding ritual and really being of service and assistance to my sister at this time and making sure that I was able to help her in any way that was she needed um, turned out so beautiful. I'm so happy about it. As someone who is like obsessed with design and decorating, I made sure that I was at the helm of that. And I just wanted it to be as beautiful and as seamless for my sister as possible. It was really wild leading up. There was a bunch of flight changes. My parents couldn't get in until two days before the wedding, and they were supposed to come in the week before. So a lot of travel interruptions and chaos that way. And that really de derailed all of our planning because, you know, me and my mom and my dad were all supposed to come here early. I mean, I came here early. I was here. <laughs> I was fine. For some reason, my travel was like super easy and super in flow. If anyone has questions about travel at this time, you want to ask me about it. I would love to share my experience personally with you. Just reach out to me and I'll tell you everything that I had experience with it. And it was really a beautiful experience. I can't say anything wrong. I had a whole row to myself when I was flying in. Um, there's no, there's no issues. There's not a single problem. It was smooth. It was easy. I felt so safe. Um, and I just, but I also ha held that intention coming in. And I really believe that that's a huge part of it when we are creating for our future and holding intention for certain experiences. And, and that changes so much. Like I just, before flying here, I visualized how easy it would be, how fast I would get through the gates, how, you know, amazing everyone was going to be. And that's what my experience was. And I think that was such an important lesson. But yeah, there was some, you know, chaotic things that happened leading up to the wedding. But in the grand scheme of it, when I look back on it, I'm so glad that that all those like little missteps and things that um, were kind of setbacks beforehand and just kind of running around all over LA finding you know, candles for the glasses. I washed every single jar glass for the candles that went on the table by hand. Um, 
all the last minute decor stuff for the day after party that I was helping my mom with, um, any other last minute things for the tables or just at the wedding I was going to get. So it was a lot of running around, a lot of um, just going from store to store and just it felt like, yeah, planning of an event. And even um, my sister's veil kind of got ruined because <laughs> she she ordered this veil. She didn't like it. She cut it up. Wasn't good. So the day before the wedding, I found um, this incredible bridal boutique. It's called Love, L-U-V Boutique. And they let me have a last-minute appointment they allowed me and my mom to come in and check out the veils and they had a very small selection in stock, but they had one and we were able to purchase it. So we got a veil a day before the wedding, which is pretty miraculous and amazing. So I had to come inside because it was way too hot out there and my computer was overheating in the in the desert sun. It is really hot here right now, but I love it. And I'm not going to complain about it because it's just the best. I love that it's so hot right now. And I know that's going to change for me soon. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to share a little bit about some lessons that I learned this week through the different experiences of, the wedding planning and bringing family together and all the different things that like life, life happens and life brings in. And there was something about, um, this concept, my concept of like miracles and alchemy really changed and shifted for me this week. And it was based off this idea and what I experienced in, you know, kind of making the impossible possible which, you know, when you're putting together a wedding or at least assisting in putting together a wedding, my sister did so much work leading up to the wedding. I mean, she did an incredible job of just making this amazing experience. Everyone was raving about the wedding. It was so fun. Um, her husband's band played and it felt like we were at a concert. The venue was gorgeous it, we did it outside in the courtyard and we got flowers from unlikely florists, this flora, florist I love working with. And I think they're one of the best in California and they just, they just really nailed it. Um, I'll share some photos of that. Um, my sister found like the perfect dress and just like everyone that she brought together was incredible and amazing. And on the day of like went out without a hitch. Like it was just such a fun time. Like we all just had such a great time and it was so beautiful. And you just, we even did like a Croatian dance, like a Croatian style dermish. And we played a couple Croatian songs, which my mom was very happy about. And we did this like Croatian line dance. Um, so that was really fun. They busted out the flag at that point. Like my sister had a photo booth, which was really cool. She had, um, vegan donuts and cookies for the dessert. Um, the food was incredible, like so incredible. Like you just could not have 
done it better. Like it was just, it was amazing. And I went early to help with the help, the, um, wedding coordinator and set up everything and made sure that everything was like put together and beautiful, ready to go, have all the, everything out for the, the table flip and all that. Um, but yeah, so obviously, you know, leading up to any kind of event planning or anything that you're putting together, there might be, um, setbacks or things that happen that are out of control. And it's a lot of like troubleshooting and all of that. But something that I really learned this week when it comes to the idea of miracles and, um, true alchemy and, and true alchemy for me is really creating something extraordinary and beautiful, um, from something else and holding that kind of love vibration, no matter what is going on around you and staying in that love vibration, despite the things that are kind of going on around you. So there may be stressful situations or setbacks or things that kind of come through in all areas of life. And I just saw it as like, when you are trying to create something and you're co-creating with the universe or you're, um, you know, creating with spirit or God or whatever you want to, um, call it like there's this, there's a spiritual energy, um, that is always in assistance for us. And it's really when we like connect strongly with our emotions and couple that with like action. And I saw that this week, it was like, we had so much that we had to do and things that we had to create and situations that we had to, um, help so that this wedding could be such a beautiful, amazing experience. And it was like, really showing our true faith and that divine action is so important when we do action from a place of from our soul and from a true place of authenticity and and like divine energy then even if we do get like a setback in the moment it's like there's and then another action and another action and i think that the term surrender has taken on a new meaning for me after this trip. Surrender before, and I think surrender when it's talked about in kind of the spiritual sense is just a complete letting go. And now I see surrender as an action. And surrender to me is taking action and knowing that like you're surrendering to the outcome. So it's not surrendering fully of like surrendering any movement because I think we're in this like, we're in this, you know, vibrational world that is all about creation and creation needs momentum and movement. And it's allowing ourselves to move forward even when we do get any setbacks and to not let us, not let that stop us from creating more movement and action forward and surrendering to what the outcome is going to be in true faith, in true knowing. So I'm just so happy that, you know, everything that was, you know, happened throughout this week and and in this trip really taught me this new beautiful lesson of what true surrender is and what true alchemy is. And 
what humans are possible, like what, what is possible for us. And when we continuously like live from our heart space, I think that's like such an important um, thing to share is like, you know, if you want to see things change, being the change, if you want to have something an experience in your life, what are the action? What is the action that you can take? Um, and a continuous movement forward and that trust and that faith and, um, putting your ego aside. And, and if you need to call somebody, you know, like a little example is, the, the wedding veil, you know, my sister was like, Oh, we don't really need one. It's going to be okay. Like I don't need to wear one. And my mom really wanted one. And I was like, you know what, let's just like see what's possible. And, you know, instead of being like afraid to call bridal boutiques, cause all of their websites say like appointment only appointment only. And like order, you have to order all these things in advance. I'm like, what's possible here? Let's just like ask, let's get curious. And there was no, you know, I could have been afraid to like call up these people, but I was like, no, this is something that we need. So I called up all these different shops and like one shop led me to a different shop because that one shop didn't have what I needed. And then that shop, I kind of, you know, was just so kind on the phone and just said, Hey, we have a bridal emergency. Is this possible? Is this possible? And you'll find that like when you meet people with kindness and um, true authenticity and and sharing your story and sharing what you're needing in that moment, that like people will find ways to help you. And that is so amazing. And that is so, you know, miraculous. And that is what we can like really take forward in all of our actions. So we got, and it was surrendering to the fact that like we didn't need it to, to make this wedding incredible, but we got curious and looked into it and, and it was able to happen. So there was a, a lot of beautiful lessons in that. And also like bringing families together. It was, that's like such a special part of the wedding ritual. And I always talk about ritual on the podcast because to me, ritual is like a daily act. Like last night, I did my own little ritual where I put like a flower petal that I got. I took, I brought some flowers with me from the wedding just to have for, for this week, just for decor, because I wanted to have it around me. And I put a flower petal in the pool and I made my little new moon wish. And it's at these acts of ritual that, and like rites of passage. And they're really amazing at bringing people together and bringing community together. And something that I realized after not being around a lot of people for so long is how important that is. Like community is everything. And you get such a different understanding of a, of a person when you're physically there and there's nuance and conversation and there's like love and compassion when you're in a group of people. So I just... I think that is what's so special about wedding ritual and the ritual of of having a wedding is to bring all of the families together in union, in like communion with each other and all of your like people from your life to, to be in like one place. And that was like such a beautiful thing to witness. And, um, you know, I brought one of my, one of my closest friends to the wedding and, um, 
and my family was there and my family traveled from Toronto and it was just like such a cool experience to all have us here like in one place and the oh just like the whole wedding was so beautiful and their vows they wrote their own vows and yeah so it was amazing um but yeah I think that's everything I want to share on today's podcast I just want to share a little bit about the lessons that I learned from this week um and how amazing it is to be in a place that really ignites your soul the importance of community and, and coming together a new understanding of alchemy and surrender and, and miracles and what's possible i think that that's such an important thing that i took away from this week and coming here and changing my location and and, and all of that is like to see what is possible if i just get curious and just ask and you keep asking for the right, the next movement and to not have to know like the full outcome of something, but to just, you know, like we just trusted that the wedding was going to like be okay and, and look beautiful and all that kind of stuff. But it was just like getting the next thing, you know, and just trusting and surrendering to the outcome of that. But knowing that you were just led moment by moment to, you know, make this event happen or whatever it is that you want in your life. And that was so important for me to see because I have all these like big dreams and goals. And, and one of them is to have my own place here in, in Joshua tree in the desert. And it, it often feels like such a big, crazy dream, but like now I can go back home and start to ask questions, start to see what's possible, start to see what the next right action is. And it is about the action. It's taking that action and then going to the next action and going to the next action so, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, feels like you're hanging out with me out in the desert. <laughs> I wish you could all be here with me. It's so, so beautiful here. And I wish I didn't have to leave, but leaving for now, not forever. I'm so grateful that I was able to even travel at this time and and everything just worked out and my sister got a beautiful wedding and that's all that matters. So hope you're having a great day wherever you are and I'll talk to you next time.